All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Stories from a Mountain Town. Uh, this is Tyler, your host. And today with me, I have Haley Lundgren. Haley, welcome to the podcast. And Zuma, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> she wants to be in it. Yeah. Um, welcome. Uh, before we get into anything, let's get into some Snake River beers. We have some Jenny Lake Lager today. Ooh, one of my faves. Yeah. And um, another announcement, I don't think I've done this yet on the podcast, that they the brew pub is pretty much fully open for business. You can go there. Uh, most people are hanging out on the patio instead of going inside, but they're uh, mostly full menu now and obviously full beer. You can get cans, you can get tap beer, you can get growlers, and, and also you can buy it at any um, your local retailer. Have so, you yeah. been there since it reopened? I have not yet. I been. went there last week. Oh, nice. Got was the it? pizza. They redid the crust. Oh, really? Yeah. I love their crust. What is it? What's um, different about it? It's good. It's thicker. It's oh, puffier. Nice. Um, yeah, awesome. We gotta go. We gotta go back there. I love that place. Yeah. So, um, Haley is one of our one of our closest friends here, and uh, her dog Zuma is my dog Bridger's girlfriend. They're <laughs> deeply in love. I've never seen two dogs show affection the way these two do. Um, and Haley, what do you do? What do you do around here? I am a middle school math teacher, middle school math teacher, Teach seventh and eighth grade. Um, yep. Nice. And that's at Wilson. No, Jackson elementary, Jackson, Jackson middle. middle school. Yep. Yeah. The public school in town. Sick. Yeah. It, why did you choose middle school to teach? Um, so I got certified sixth to 12th grade mm. and my first job was actually high school. Um, but that was in Georgia, but when I moved to Colorado, I didn't have any high school openings. Mm -hmm. So, uh, middle school was, uh, what I went for and I actually like it a lot. So that's probably what I'll stick with. They're pretty quirky. Uh, a lot of, a lot of hormones. We call yeah. them hormonally challenged. Yeah. Um, it's a common saying, but they're super kind, super genuine and they care a lot about you. High school, you kind of get a little independent. I don't know. Well, that, yeah, that whole time period, basically the exact time period you're certified for, 6 through 12, is like the time when you're, one, going through puberty and then like yeah. figuring out who you are, like what you are. And so it, it just shit is so weird at that time. Yeah. Seventh grade was for sure my most awkward time. Um, I could probably say seventh graders are by far the weirdest. Yeah. It's like sixth grade, you're kind of like still in elementary school, like kind of babyish. And yeah. then seventh grade is like you're between, because eighth grade, I like teaching eighth grade. Um, like you're pretty independent. You kind of know what you like, even though you're still 14 and you still have no idea, but yeah. you have a little more idea. Seventh grade, you're just like mashed in between. Yeah. And, and for me, at least that seventh grade was when I grew like nine inches. So I'm just like, <laughs> what is this body? What do I do uh, yeah. with this body yeah. now? There's always like, like two boys. clumsy. Yeah. There's two boys that were in eighth grade. They were six, five. Um, yeah. so that was probably you. Yeah. That and was then me. you have all the boys that are like four eleven. Yeah. <laughs> and I was five seven in seventh grade. So I was like taller than most of the boys. Yeah. But it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, what do I do with all these well, this hair everywhere and now all of a sudden oh, my God. friends that I've had since I grew up, now I'm attracted to them. It's like what the fuck is <laughs> yeah. going on? You get hand holding starting in seventh grade, maybe oh. some pecs in the hallway. Oh geez. That's a big deal. Or like, yeah, like talking one on one at your locker do you have lockers at at that school have lockers yeah that was always a big deal oh yeah or like well they're not allowed to have their phones supposedly 
Yeah. Um, but you know, you meet up and like talk in front of the bathroom during class. Oh yeah. You know, like middle of math class. That's all. Thirty. Yeah. Meet in this bathroom. <laughs> That's where all the action happens. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Awesome. And so your last name is Lundgren, and it's spelled L J. L J U N G G R E N. Yeah. So it's a long name, and most kids can't pronounce it probably or don't right. want to. Nope. So Haley goes by Miss L J to all of her students. And, uh, it's, it's, it's actually super fun when we're like out doing something as a group and all your students roll up to you and they're like, Miss LJ, what's up? Miss LJ. It's like that small town. Like, you know, we're there, we're there to, I don't think kids will hear this. We're there to drink, but your (laughs) students are also there and they're there because their kids doing stuff and their parents are there to drink. But it's this cool, like community vibe when you see like, um, another piece of the community. Yeah. No, it's cool to see those kids out and uh, it, it builds another connection with them. But it is weird. It's like, oh, hold my beer can for a second. Yeah. Hey, guys. Yeah. No, I'm just holding an apple. I only have an apple with me, not anything. This is my first beer. I'm allowed to have one. Yeah. It's funny. Hey, um, Skylar and I. So Skylar, I don't think I mentioned her on the podcast yet. She's our neighbor mm-hmm. and she's obsessed with our dogs. And she is... Uh, She's one of Haley's students. Miss LJ's. Yeah, one of Miss LJ's students. <laughs> so she was saying today she is going to start calling you Haley because the oh. school year is done now. Oh, this is new. Like tonight she's going to do it if she comes right. over. I can't wait um, to see her. And I was telling like telling her like, you know, Haley's a pretty chill teacher to let you just call her a nickname the whole time instead of her actual name. You know that, right? She's like, well, yeah, but it's like she has a real name. Like, why can't I call her that? And I was trying to explain to her like, what? the the line of respect you supposed mm. to give to your t- t- uh, teachers yeah um yeah you gotta throw you, something back at her then yeah what should i call her <laughs> S- call her no call her tyler or taylor because <laughs> today she also said i was saying like skylar is a, a cool name and she's like no everyone calls me tyler and i'm like oh everyone calls call me her. tyler it's okay <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they always try and pull that like throughout the year the beat or like I don't know. They test your buttons or yeah. push your limits and they there's always one kid every now and then. Hey Haley, what's up Haley? Just to see what you'll do. Oh yeah. And you, just smack them one and day. And some teachers freak out, but that's what they want you to do. Yeah. Just be like, I don't know. Give them some talk. Yeah. Me and Skyler had a lot of talks in the hallway, but it was never over calling me Haley. Uh-huh. I don't know what it was over. I was definitely one of those kids to call him by the first name just to see what would happen. Yeah, you were that kid. I was that kid. We love those. I kids. was. So you probably have many of these. But my this is how my mom has now described me from my teachers is the one that's. They always say he's super gifted, but doesn't work hard, um, and yeah. is sometimes a joy in class. So I was that student. Oh, they say sometimes. Well, like you know, um, it was like being funny, but like sometimes it's too much. Yeah. That you know because. Middle schoolers don't don't know that line. Yeah. I try to be nice. Yeah. There's a lot of kids like that, though. Mm-hmm. And whatever. To an extent, you got to be like, get your work done. But also, if you get it, you get it. Yeah. That's kind of my philosophy. So. Yeah. What do you what do you like to do when you have a student that's like clearly is intelligent, but this subject you're in or just that day's topic or whatever it is, they're just like, it's just not resonating and you know they could get it if they just actually put some effort toward it towards mm-hmm. it. Um, like, what do you? Just because they're not trying, d- is that what you're saying? Yeah, like they don't like the subject, but 
it has to be taught that has to be learned how do you how do you try to get them to show a little bit of interest um really the word is called gamification you gotta make a game out of everything that's Mm. what i've learned um and you get really weirdly creative with it um have you ever played the nintendo 64 game cruise in usa yeah i played it on the on the arcade thing too yeah yeah like I don't know. You just like color a car. And when you like do homework and stuff, you like move your car. And then at the end of the unit, we played Cruising USA and Nintendo. And do you remember the graphics on that stuff? It was awful. It was so I've gone bad. back and played like some old consoles that I found. Like, oh, in my you're a gamer. House. Yeah. I'm a gamer. And the Look little like you. middle... What what do you call the middle stick shifter thing? Joystick. And it, oh, joystick. And it doesn't work half the time, and yeah. they get so mad and like ram into the wall. <laughs> that was math class one day. <laughs> They're like, this is so cool. I'm like, you guys end it. Whatever. They don't really care about math. They just want to like have fun. I don't know. Play yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm totally gamer. This this is my new setup. I don't think you've been here since I put this up. Oh. So. Oh, a TV in every room now, huh? Except for the bedroom. Both or both bedrooms really yeah so we did this i did this because this used to be if you can see on the video if i post this on the video i have a tv behind Haley in the wall in front of my desk and then i have my xbox right here um because like it used to be in the living room and so if like you know you and tay want to just hang out on yeah. your own or like if she had other girls over yeah i don't need to be she kicked in you there out. the whole t- no i kicked myself nah, out she kicked you out no no she didn't say anything <laughs> She because she doesn't like that I play video games as much as I do, but this I is really to her benefit. <laughs> How many texts a day do you get about me playing video games? Not not many, but when you do, <laughs> not she's many. Irritated that means that's at least two or three a day. Taylor, <laughs> Tay, what are you doing? I don't Taylor, know Ty's playing games. Irritated. <laughs> Something along those lines. It's in a text, so I'm just making up her voice. Find it. <laughs> That's what she sounds like when she's irritated. Taylor, you probably won't listen to this because you can probably hear us right now. <laughs> um, there's so many worse things I could be doing than gaming. Like I could be jumping off of cliffs. I oh. could be wanting to party every single night and be at bars all the time. But no, That's I'm hanging, Saturday. <laughs> hanging with the... No, I, I only go out to bars when Taylor drags me out to bars. Um, but I no, I'm gaming with the boys... It's basically like a conference call for three hours that we're also doing something on. Okay. This is my question to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, if you were a CEO interviewing people or whatever, hiring mm-hmm. people, what would be an interview question that you would ask someone? Because I'll, I'll go first. Ready? Ready. Do, am I supposed to answer what this? What is your middle school AIM screen name? Uh, it's LH Pitcher 1234 because <laughs> I'm left-handed and my mom made it. Okay, so what was yours? <laughs> um, hey, hey, girl, too. Hey, hey, girl, too. H a y h a y. No, h e y, like H- hey. Oh, not and your then name. H a y. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Because I had two best friends. <laughs> that is that is lovely. Um. Okay. Uh, second question. Can I? Can we hold on that on that for a second? Um, I can't confirm this, but I'm pretty sure I started the trend of. Putting like song lyrics in your bio back on AIM. Song lyrics in your bio? You could have a bio on AIM? 
Yeah, it wasn't Are called a bio, about? but it was called something. It was just a ba- basically a blank section of you could put text. And the thing you do is you'd put the initials of your crush, crush or your girlfriend or whatever you want to call it at that time there. And that was that's how you knew like this person likes this person. <laughs> so they have that blank space. And I don't know how many characters, but I I don't know why I put incorrect lyrics to a to a notorious B.I.G. song that I heard on the radio, heard on KDWB in the Twin Cities in there in... I don't know what what year was AIM a thing for us? Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I would say what, fifth, think, like grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. I would yeah. say fifth grade. So that's like 2005 for me. Yeah. So yeah, 2005. If there's anybody out there that has uh, an older record of someone putting a song in their bio, let me know because <laughs> I want to make sure that I get credit for this. Um, I don't remember doing that, but I was also the child that like my mom didn't want me to have it or my space. So I had to like be sneaky around it. Um, but I always wanted cool song lyrics or the cool song on like your background of your MySpace. I never had a MySpace. I didn't really either. I did. Okay. We were, we're a little but bit young, I think for having that. And it wasn't as widespread as like Facebook is me. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I had one for two months and my mom found it <laughs> cause you know, middle schoolers are so smart at hiding things. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a great question, though. I love hearing people say I am. <laughs> yeah. And then you say it to middle schoolers now, and they're like, what? Now now everybody knows how to make a screen name. Now it's like, you know, first initial, last name, or some, something like that. Yeah. Or like, just first name, last name. Yeah. I don't know. Now there's all these, like, um, rules you have to follow. Yeah. Get closer to the mic. All right. That's right. one rule. What's right. your second question? Okay. Second question. Do you eat your pizza flat or do you fold it? It depends on <laughs> the size of the crust. If okay. it's if it's like what? Like like pinky G's, like really big like that and yeah. you know it's thin on the bottom, like that one I'll 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 hold like like this with this this finger is like in the middle of the crust and that gives a little bit of a fold so it stays it stays doesn't flop, yeah. doesn't get that Jackson Hole flop. Jackson Hole flop. <laughs> yeah. Do you watch uh uh the Barstool president's uh, pizza no. reviews I, um no you've got you've got I to should. have seen a pizza review i have and what's their slogan like that's a review no like when you take a bite what do they one say? bite everyone knows the rules uh, yeah yeah so we did we every time i bring new people to pinky g's we do a review video like that um but i started calling it the jackson hole flop because that's <laughs> he calls it the uh brooklyn flop or new york flop like there's a style of pizza that's yeah. like Pinky G's that's okay. supposed to flip over like that. Oh, so that's where it came from. Yeah, but it, it's pretty interesting. Like, well, when I'm on lunch duty, that's just the random things mm-hmm. I think about, right? When yeah, it's pizza day, and it's pretty funny. You never really think about it, but what do you do? Do you? Yeah, I eat it flat, wow. no matter how big. Even Pinky G's. Yep. Wow, wild, wild woman here. Pinky G's actually has really good pizza, besides at 2 a.m. If you've ever yeah. had it soberly. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor soberly. Is that a word? Uh, That's not a word. Sober. Words are it Sober. <laughs> She's a math teacher, not English teacher. Um, that is my excuse. <laughs> that's funny. We used to say the opposite. My soberly, roommate. Soberly. That's definitely a word. I don't think that's a word. Look it up. <laughs> um, I'm riding my bike. Oh, yeah. I think it is just sober. <laughs> yeah. Soberly. Uh. I can't keep typing V soberly. Come on. It's, I don't it's know. a word. 
pretty good at making up words, though. Okay, it is a word. Oh, yes. Soberly, an adverb. In a serious, sensible, or solemn manner. What? It doesn't say anything to do with alcohol or, you know, impairment. Just to do it in a serious manner. Huh. Um, All right. Uh, yeah, I think the word is just sober. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense. Yeah. You, you get what I mean. Uh, but I wanted to say the math teacher thing. So my roommate all through college, one of them was uh, or is a high school math teacher. Is he? And I'm not good at math unless it's like money or yeah. contract value, percentages, stuff like that. And so as people would ask us like numbers questions, I'd be like, I don't know. I'm not a math teacher or I'm not a math major. Yeah. They're always like, I don't know what they tell me. Or like, it's really hard when you're like talking and writing and they're like, you spelled that wrong. I'm like, that's a hard word. <laughs> and it's hard to like do two things at once. But that's always my excuse. Yeah. Numbers are my thing, not words. For sure. I'll live by it. Um, so I thought about my interview question. And this is probably more serious than you probably want it to be because <laughs> it's not about pizza. We're actually so Merle to Media Marketing, we're getting so busy that we're looking at hiring someone. Oh, that's sweet. And we're not joking. That's awesome. <laughs> like look at this right here. Yeah, you haven't told me about that yet since your last update from your new job. That's a signed that what? is a for folks, I don't know if the video is going, no video turned off. Signed contract from Jackson Hole Steelworks to do Whoa. for us to do marketing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So Sloshy's on me all summer. Hell yeah. And you're doing your dad's work, right? Yeah. And so we have Steelworks is starting. Um, my stepdad, we're doing work for my stepdad's company, which is uh, commercial construction. So they do like schools, hospitals, government buildings, yeah. big stuff like that. Um, and that's a really fun project because it's, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of the companies we do work for, they th they really look at it like this little small activity of taking pictures and posting right. to social media. But what we really started the company to do is to do high level branding and business development framework. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just got a little bit big words, like kinda. big marketing words a little bit. I get it. Kind of. <laughs> well, it's like just a math teacher. Like when you think of, when you think of Snake River Brewing, what do you think of? beer obvious that's their product but yeah. like are there what feelings come out of like their logo their labels their oh, it's their always, and everyone always put our river in your liver and also when you take off the sticker I like yeah under. and like so the way they do the color scheme the yeah. art the way their their so, restaurant is set up yeah. um and that's a, a different example because it's different business but it all falls back they do a good job of having like brand framework so they they figure out the framework of the brand first yeah and then they say how can we apply that framework to this platform and whether that be a social media platform right. or um, my stepdad's company they want to do more like one-on-one -on -one selling like actually making outbound calls so how do we how do they portray their company and their brand over the phone and over emails and things like that in the way that they want and then over their website and, and Google ads and all this stuff. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. My friend is like, and my best friend um, does marketing. And she tries to tell me it. And I'm like, I listen. But yeah, yeah it's hard for me to contribute to the conversation. It's not my forte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll support you though. Yeah. That's super cool though. Congrats. Yeah. It's really exciting because it's like um, the idea. Do you know how we started the company? Uh, you're Meanie and... Merle. 
Merled. Is that Merled? Merled Damini. Merled Damini. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know how. I know. So we started it. We were in my hot tub at my parents' cabin or my family's cabin. And we were like, literally like the classic idea of like, dude, we should just start a marketing company. Because he, we both have the same degree in marketing. He worked in marketing for a while. I've been in sales the whole time, but like mm-hmm. doing like the content stuff. And we kept getting people up there in Northern Wisconsin to be like, oh, I have this roofing business, this painting business, this whatever marina thing. And I don't know how to do anything marketing. Can you do it for me? Just like talking to people at the bar. Yeah. And we heard that. And that was even before we had jobs. It was like in college, like I have a marketing degree and they're like, can you do this? And so we heard it so many times. We're like, there's for sure a need in small businesses to do digital marketing. Right. Uh, And we just figured out um, kind of a machine to build content and post content. And then Alex has extremely good experience uh, managing Google ads campaigns. Um, so that's like when, you know, when you type in, um, I don't know if you were like going somewhere and you're like brewery right. in Utah or city in Utah, right. they could pay to, for that search to be the first one you see. Mm-hmm. And so it's work, it's figuring out the right searches that will, will make Google, um, direct yeah. the people that are looking for you to you. I've listened to, um, I don't know, podcasts or whatever. Um, we used to listen to them in the car. And there's like a whole search engine of what words to look up and like a way to go about it. That's one I listened to, I remember. Yeah, there's there's websites. There's like strategy behind it. Yeah, and there's like a, yeah. Researching what people type in or the top like 10 or I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like the stuff you wouldn't think of and we you Google's good at like, you know, when you've shown you want to spend money with them, they're really good at, at helping you. Right. So they, th- we have a guy there that helps us uh, identify keywords for the searches. And he pulls out like it was, we were doing it for a bar. So we thought, we thought like, you know, bar, restaurant, and then the area, restaurant, bar, and then the area, restaurant, bar, all the stuff, all the combinations. And then he pulls up like misspellings of certain words, like misspellings of pizza, misspellings of hamburger. And it's like, what? And, and that like those keywords are the ones that do well. Cause like what's, you just have to think like, what is the, what is the, the common person? What is the common put, person putting into Google? And it's right. sometimes the accurate thing. And sometimes it's the misspelled thing, yeah. but you still want to be there. Right. Cool. So there's a lot to it. And um, it's, it's just so much fun to like. You like it. I know you do. You enjoy it. You talk about it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> not do i talk about it too much no i enjoy it i learn no. a lot but you talk about it and enjoy it yeah and i'm just really proud of it because it's like it um the pro- the promise of what it can be yeah. is just so extreme um that it really excites me when we start to get momentum like right. we have right now i know and we have good momentum is one day is that going to be your full-time job is that your goal uh yes but don't tell your job that <laughs> well, I some people that work at FIS know about it. I mean, yeah. anybody, I have Facebook friends that have seen me post stuff about it. It's as long as like I'm doing, I'm doing well at FIS right now. So yeah. as long as I'm doing that and getting my job done there, then I don't think they have any issues. Yeah. Like I talked about my, I, my, my direct manager knows about it. So, yeah, but that's she's, cool. yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited for you. Yeah. 
it's definitely that that point is something that Alex and I talk about all the time because it's so hard to figure out like when is the right point you know and living here we have a lot of expenses right yeah and like you know do I jump off a little short of that thinking that Taylor can pick up some slack or do I save up save up oh my dad's calling save up (laughs) enough money to like get a year of expenses or something like that um just to be able to jump off and not feel the pressure yeah i mean jackson hole isn't cheap what (laughs) no it's not at all (laughs) it's weird (laughs) so enough about me um so you've been you've been in jackson for not even a year yet nope I moved here in August and it's June. Yeah. Um, and you moved here. So tell the story about how you were going to, this was like a last ditch application to this, to working here. But, yeah. and if you didn't get it, you were going to. Yep. I call teaching. it a crossroads in my life. Um, so yeah, I quit my job back in Colorado and then um, I don't know. I didn't have anything else, so I really like teaching, and I was up here for spring break. Um, me and Zuma came up here. We were chilling with everyone, and uh, I loved it, and I was like, yeah, might as well just maybe see if I can find a job up here. So kind of stalked the school district, and then a couple math positions opened up. Um, so on a whim, I applied, and I came up here a couple weeks later and interviewed, and if I didn't get that job, then I was going to go live in Denver and do corporate world or something. I would try and work my way through, I don't know, friends to get a job and work my way up that system, I guess. I don't know. Never know until you try. So, yeah, I've never lived in a city and I've never lived in a small town before this. Now I could say I've lived in a small town. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so I got this job and here I am. Yeah. So I had a job and an apartment. Mm-hmm. And that apartment is now flooded or yeah. was flooded. Yeah, so that was my first one. Yeah, my neighbors hit the sprinklers and flooded my place. (laughs) Oops. Um, But yeah, so I ended up finding another rad place next to you guys now. Well, I guess I found my place first, then you guys moved in. Yeah, you were seen as... uh, You were making fun of me for moving over here at first. Was I? Yeah, kind of. I think it was out of just jealousy. (laughs) A Wilsonite? That's what you're calling me. Wilson mom? Yeah. You're just a You're Wilson not quite mom. a Wilson mom. You're not as like. No, I don't have children. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I call Taylor a Wilson mom, even uh, though she doesn't have kids either. Because uh, what's the Wilson mom persona is like? Well, neither of you have rich husbands yet, so. <laughs> yet. That's the Ooh, first. I like how you throw in yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know Taylor will have a rich, rich husband one day. Um, I don't know about My you. My life is still a dot dot dot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's have a rich husband do uh you got to do those you have to be a IVs. helicopter mom over your children's education yeah, yeah you got to wear you got to wear those puffy chuck trucker hats oh i always see them wearing is that it. a thing yeah like that the whole group next door oh yeah. all wearing those hats yeah you're right um and you got to do have an e-bike have an e-bike yeah yep yoga classes um a lot of ivs from house call hydration shameless plug there um <laughs> if you're feeling tired or sick or hung over hung over anything call house call hydration her lindsay, name is taylor weiss yeah <laughs> taylor uh can do your iv and lindsay you can bill me for that <laughs> or i can bill you for that um but yeah that's a persona and um do a lot of like 
mimosas, like morning drinking, that whole thing. Yeah, I'm into it. <laughs> Hold on one second. Talk about something. Um, what? Talk about something? All right. My, do you want to hear about my next predicament in life? Now that I live in Wilson and I drive past all of the bikers sticking their thumb up at Stagecoach. Oh yeah, you'd have to hitchhike everyone. No, I don't. Right, I don't drive up the pass really. Okay, this is my predicament, but I think I figured it out, Ty. Okay, this summer, do I buy a split board and mm. go backcountry route this winter, mm. or do I buy a mountain bike? Buy both and let the finances work themselves <laughs> out. Now, I feel like that's the irresponsible decision. <laughs> that don't tempt me with that. <laughs> um, I did just pay off my car today. Wow. I was adulting hard today. Nice. Thank you. So that was sad. That's awesome. <laughs> that was great, but sad. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going the slipboard route. Did I tell you this yet? Well, I know you've been um, toying around that, I- yeah, that idea. I know. I think I'm buying the 10-day pass. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Yep. I and think... that's going to force me to do back entry more. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. You can go. You can easily go <laughs> Phillips Ridge and just do short runs. Yep. All, all that you want and you'll you'll get yeah. into it i don't know i did the resort last year i loved it. it sucks it got cut short yeah but i think i'm gonna do backcountry and then compare it and see i think i'm gonna do i already have a split board i'm gonna do i'm gonna get the same pass just the regular grand pass because i mean i went i went to the i went to the resort like 30 35 days or something i know i went like 25 before the school or not school no. yeah COVID hit or whatever but um yeah i don't know i mean there's a lot of days where <coughs> you can't like it wouldn't you it's and i aren't experienced yeah and we're not experienced enough to go back country or the conditions are just shitty i know and then you still want to be able to rip groomers or you know go with you know you and tay just go out for a few or you know, know. i'm kind of boozy hoping, a boozy day at the resort like what never have this <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm kind of hoping though, I think you can just up it, but it's so expensive. So I think I'm just going to use the extra money to buy my split board. Yeah. Cause that'll cover it. Yeah. Look at, um, go to Hoback and look at the Jones boards once yeah. I get them in. Oh, that's a good idea. Cause Jones is kind of, um, based on the riding style that you would like, Jones is kind of the top of the game in split boards. Yeah. Like the board I have the the model you know it's probably set up a little bit differently but like the model i have jeremy jones ski uh snowboarded like one of his movies on the exact board i have yeah and and like if you know you know he can do if you, he can do it on that you, he can do whatever where the if he can f- do it you can do it yeah so what we're saying <laughs> is i need to go snowboard a one of the peaks by everest that's what he did basically shangri-la yeah um, my brother and I are going to climb the Grand this summer. Are you all the way to the top? Yeah, yeah. Really? Where Jeff Jeff has a, a guide buddy that he's oh, nice. trying to see if he can take us up. I was going to say, who are you going with? Cause yeah, if not, then we'll go Exum. Exum. Exum Mountain Guides. Oh. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's not that bad. It's like, I think for two, for two guys and a guide, like a private guiding thing, it's like fourteen hundred per guy per person and that sounds like a, a lot two day trip right yeah yeah it sounds like a lot <clears throat> up front because it's like oh i'm paying a, over a thousand dollars to climb something 
but it's like well there's a lot two of days line. it's yeah it's a day of uh training of climbing oh. like rock climbing then it's um the first day you climb up to a like a like a hut that's up there at a camp yeah and then what's you it summit called? what's that place called with the hut i don't know yeah um but then and then you summit and then you come all the way down and that pays for the routing the roping the gear yeah um and you guys are in shape so you'll be it's just the knowing what to do and being safe about it yeah like i would never like (laughs) as far as big mountain climbs go i don't i think the grand is on the milder side it's just so prominent that it's like looks really crazy cool and it, it's going to be really awesome why don't um, you have your buddy alex take you <laughs> alex i love you alex alex kisnergis <laughs> but i am not going to let you guide me up the grand he didn't use ropes he can really teach you <laughs> no the dumbass brought ropes and didn't use them alex what do you you don't have to prove anything to anybody i'm glad he didn't tell us that before he went i would that would have freaked me out he told me that they weren't going to use ropes. Nope. I and I was like, dude, attack. what are you doing? Like, are you experienced climbers? Are we going to have to have, have read an obituary tomorrow? I feel like with age, I'm getting more anxiety. And if mm-hmm. I look down and at that drop, absolutely not. But you're not, you don't really climb, do you? Eric's teaching me how to climb. Oh, Eric's I just got, all I just stuff. got some rock climbing shoes. My Whoa. own pair last week. That's sick. Yep. I should. Um, We've been a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's a it's a lot of technical stuff, yeah. It's a lot to learn. Like the Can vocabulary. Can I come with you yeah. one day to like, for sure. Even just to like, to f- let's look, like let's go find like a little bouldering spot, because I just want to do that a couple times before doing the grand to be like, mm-hmm. you know, get the feeling down. Because honestly, like when you said that, like oh, I learned in a day, whatever Eric taught me in a day of rock climbing, I I don't I don't think I learned half of it because it's so much like vocabulary and technical stuff that yeah. it just like. I mean, you get some of it, but especially when you're up on the Grand, it's so technical. Like, you need, probably need to know what's going on. But it's probably good to come. We always go um, down in Hillback. It's called The Shield. The Shield. Where is it? Let's look this up. Um, it is... I don't know. How far? How would I describe it? Is it south of Hoback Junction? Yeah um so you go down rock climbing in hoback shield yeah let's see um and so it's a lot of um it's oh that stuff it's it's a decent way down not bad though wait what is that isn't that hoback I don't know. I was just down in um oh wait, that's the Hoback River. We're looking at a we're looking at a map right now, folks, trying to figure out where this thing is. Um no, it's down like you go past like um what is it called? Granite Hot Springs. It's past that a couple miles. Um I don't know. You can't really I mean, it's another rock wall in the canyon. Mm-hmm. But there's usually cars parked there. And it's pretty cool because you can, well, I'm learning like lead climbing, especially yeah. when Eric weighs more than me is super sketchy because if he <laughs> does fall, then he like launches you, me up. Yeah. Um, but there's one like easy um, 
route that you can just like kind of climb up and then set the rope up so then it's a top rope and then climb the harder stuff from there is this what it looks like uh-huh. is it that big yeah whoa that's big shit it's cool it's really fun you should come somewhere. have you gone to blacktail butte yet uh no he just went there last week we went climbing in lander a couple weekends ago that'd be sick that was fun um and he has really good um his good friends are really good climbers and set up i'm not that good yet i mean i'll try it but it's so technical it's really hard blacktail butte or the lander just rock climbing in general yeah and getting over like the like lead climbing part um but it's really fun especially when the rope's already set up if you fall i mean you fall and it's whatever mm-hmm. but um yeah it's one of those things it's like i've done it a few times like in gyms but it's not yeah. i just don't get like i don't get that buzz or that feel that thrill from it that i do from other activities yeah it's different in a gym though than when you're at like a place a beautiful place like that mm-hmm. um i we mean should, overlooking the canyon and the river and the mountains i yeah. mean it's we should go to blacktail butte <laughs> and whatever we got to do and i'll like go do we should go do like a photo shoot of you or eric or both or whoever like i'll go jimmy chin I'll on these let, motherfuckers eric might go there tomorrow i think oh shit um but i'll let him know they would probably super yeah they would love to have pictures i'm sure yeah I that's haven't been there yet, but he usually just goes with his guy friends, but I don't uh, That's not a girlfriend spot. I don't know. Can uh, we call, are we allowed to call uh, you his girlfriend? Yeah. He's my boyfriend. Nice. Um, Those lines get so gray as an adult. It's so weird dating as an adult. Like even it's when so Taylor weird. and I started, it's like we were like exclusive for like two months and like clearly it was something, but I was like, I should probably like say like, hey, um, I'm your boyfriend, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just then, so it's like everyone knows what's going on. Like I'm here to date you. Because it's not like middle school. It's not like the like upfront, will you be my girlfriend? If we go back yeah. to middle school on this conversation, maybe just because well, it's Because you spend yeah. 90% of your time with exactly. middle schoolers. Um, but yeah, it's it's weird. But it's super cool. Um, and out here, you all have the same interests for the most part. So yeah, guys, teach like, me how to do that and fly fish. That's awesome kind of getting it down have you caught have you got many fish i caught two this weekend nice yep do you guys do i touch them no touch them (laughs) that's an ex goal of mine no what do do you think they're slimy or you just and they're cold and they're like squishy i don't i i don't know i don't have many fears kind of but that's one of them i won't touch fish Fish that don't have teeth. I'll catch them. Little fish that are like but Eric likes the size of the microphone. He likes doing it. So, <laughs> um, do you ever eat the fish you catch? No. See, I don't get that. Um, I think sometimes they do. I asked him that. It's a. Th- it's like it's a thing. More just yeah. of a hobby, and I don't know. Yeah, it's like it, in uh, in mass, people don't eat no. the trout that they catch. No, and out here, I don't think out here you could only keep one a day mm. so it's like what's the point i guess well i just i'm just thinking like how sick would it be like y- you guys are you know camping somewhere and fishing i know and like like your dinner is like each of you have a fish and you have some other shit that you cook on a fire like that that sounds sick to me i know he and did trout that is a, good yeah. he did that a couple weekends ago he has a lot I'm, of buddies obviously that fish but um i don't know they don't really do it. But I know. I, like, nobody does. Do like, you know I'm, how to hunt, though? Speaking of this one, like, eat uh, your food that you kill. Or no. Catch. I, I, I like, hunt down an elk. We got to convince Taylor. Let's convince Taylor. Oh, damn. Taylor is a bow hunter. Yeah. 
and she'll go with one of her nurse friends. I'll and make her an extra charcuterie board yeah. to pay for it. <laughs> well, I told her I'll carry all your shit and I'll help you scope it out and everything. But like she already has the bow shit figured out. It's just like, how right, do we great. do it I here? was like, who should I hire to do this? It's Taylor. Great. Yeah. This is wonderful. Yeah. We got to convince her. We got to get her bow out here and get her shooting sharp and got her got to get her to want to hike around up and down hills all day and maybe not find an elk <laughs> but then maybe if you do it's good you just bring sloshies and wine that's i don't that's, think that's how you can climb hills all day that's true but that helps get taylor to do, <laughs> to do things yeah yeah you want to hear a wild theory i have about hunting what so there's hunting dogs right Yes. There's hunting dogs for birds. I have a theory that if trained properly, wolf dogs <laughs> could, or German shepherds, I guess, because they're very, you know, good at getting trained, could be a hunt, a deer hunting dog. And I'm not saying it would go kill it. I'm saying you would have it on you. And then it, when you shot it, it could track it, track the deer down. Cause yeah. that's like a thing you like, they run away and you have to track blood. Yeah. But what better in the wolf dog, in the wolf dog sense than the, than an apex predator, part apex predator tracking it down for you. Yeah. It makes sense. Zuma would love it. Zuma would be so good at it. Yeah. Um, if it was half dead, otherwise she wouldn't be able to catch it. Well, it's not about like catching it on the run. It's just like yeah. it runs somewhere and, yeah. and then falls down. Yeah. And then it's just having the dog to follow the trail. There's got to be dogs that do that. No. What? Every time I bring it up to a hunter, they fucking laugh at me. Really? I'm like close-minded because I'm an open-minded guy. And they don't, oh, it's not possible. I don't know. I don't know hunting at all. It's the dogma of hunting where they're like, no, that that's not how it's done. Oh. Oh. So maybe it is possible, but every revolutionary person got laughed at, Haley. Oh. I think they would be good at it. Yeah, I don't think our dogs would be good at it, but someone's dog could be. Zuma killed a mouse the other day. <laughs> <laughs> she got what it. a murderer. <laughs> Maverick Maverick has two kills on the summer season. Dang. Yeah, and he looks like he thinks he's gonna play with it, and then he grabs it and does this with his head, and then kills it, and then gets sad. It's like oh. Oh, he knows. Yeah, like I tried to take him, have him take a picture with with one to send to Taylor, and he was like, "No, I don't want to. Don't get away from me." Oh, yeah, I don't do well with little rodents. I'm always scared. Someone's gonna, I don't know, eat it. Then what? Then they come like lick your face. <laughs> it's like you just ate a flipping mouse. Would did was it in your house or what was it? No, it was this weekend down at the river. Uh-uh. I don't know. It's really fun to watch her like pounce and try and catch it though. Yeah, we love really that. Cute pounce. Does does she chill in the boat with you guys? Yeah, she's pretty good. The only problem she has is when you get like close to shore, she wants to like jump off and like go run around. Is that Zuma? What the fuck? That? <laughs> oh my god, it was Zuma. <laughs> Do you see her? So there's is a window my, right next to my mom alive in there. <laughs> oh my gosh, Zuma Taylor, control the creatures. There's a window right next to us, and I don't know. We just hear this banging noise, and it's Zuma trying to get in here. Okay, how long have we been going for? 43. Um, she can't, she can't wait. She can't be around, or can't not be around her mom. 
All right. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, what do I usually talk about on here? Mountain stuff. Oh, when you first came here, you come into the valley. Did you drive from Colorado or did you fly? Oh, I... Uh, well, are you talking about the first time I was here or the second time? The first time. I drove. It's only like seven hours from Fort Collins. Did you come up from like Hallback to the yep. south? Okay, so when you first drove up here and got into the valley, talk about like your thoughts, like what you saw, your feelings, like what your what was your like first impression of Jackson and, and the valley? Yeah. Um. So you're driving up, and first of all, it's a tease because you're like on the highway 191, like way south of town, like probably two hours, and you see mountains, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's the mountain range. It's mm-hmm. definitely not. <laughs> there's the Tetons. <laughs> the right mountain range, which is what I'm learning as I learn more about the mountains but um it's just a beautiful drive and i was i've been talking about it more and more like the more you venture out into wyoming it's such a beautiful state um but yeah so no uh it's like the desert and i mean there's a windy part of wyoming but like all the cool rock climbing and um but so yeah, you get you get a little tease of the mountains, and then you drive up the canyon, and the river sets in, and you're like, "This is beautiful." Yeah. Um, and you drive up through town. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where is um, Taylor? <laughs> is Taylor out there? Uh, Keep going. Um. Do you want me to go? Maybe tie her up. Taylor just needs to, like, pay attention to her. Well. Keep going. Um, So, well, you get a tease, and you drive through the canyon. It's beautiful. Um, and the the valley, um, like, kind of before Bondurant and stuff, reminds me a lot of Steamboat, if you've ever been to Steamboat. No. You, like, come down a pass, and it's just open and trees and beautiful. Um, but then you pull into town, and you see the Tetons. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you, like, the chills. And a huge smile. Like, a body high, kind of, you know? like Yeah. Um, they're just beautiful. Um, and the town's sweet and cute and quaint. and Yeah, um, well, I, I even noticed, I get that every time I drive, like, if I'm in any other mountains but the Tetons and then I drive back into the valley, I'm it like... It every time. Oh, those are just way bigger. Yeah. Like, if we were down in Alpine and, like, the stuff... Jesus Christ, where is Taylor? <laughs> I was like, uh, it, it's like big, big stuff down there. But then you drive back up here and it's like, oh, the T-Zones are just another level. Yeah. Um, okay. You keep talking about that. I'm going to find Taylor. Well, can we just pause? We can. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, we had a dog emergency. Zuma <laughs> was jumping at the window here behind me in my office or behind us in my office. And we thought she needed some help. So we're back now. And um, you were talking about your, your first experience coming into the valley. Um, yeah, you just drive up and you get the body chills from seeing the Tetons and mm-hmm. hung out here a couple of days. And I came by myself and you just talked to people, the locals, and they're so nice. Mm-hmm. Everyone's super friendly. And the stuff around here is super cool to do and get into. And Yeah. Besides the time that we went up to Togedy, have you driven... Like over to- through Togedy Pass to see the Tetons from up there? Once. So a couple weekends ago when we went climbing in Lander. 
Oh, you when went I that came way. back and I purposely timed my driving to do the sunset. Yeah. And then I pulled off one of those pull-offs and watched the sunset. There weren't many clouds out that day. So, I mean, it was still beautiful because it was yeah. a clear sky, but, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Have you, did you listen to the episode where I talked about, um, the moment when we were moving out here? Uh-uh. Sorry. One second. I'm adjusting my mic. Um, when we were moving out here, um, we came in through Togedy Pass and I don't know why the, why the timing of it worked out this way, but I was alone in my truck with the dogs, like full of stuff. And I was just, I had a little bit of self doubt, which I don't really ever have about anything. About moving here? Yeah. Really? I was even, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Moving, making Taylor move across the country, like all this effort we just put in to do it. Yeah. And how much more money we'll be spending on everything here. And like, God, is this even going to be worth it? And then I get up to the spot on the pass where you can see the Grand from up there. And it just like your first view oh, of yeah. it after driving for 15 hours there. And it was just like the, perf- the perfect time to be like, that's why I'm doing it. Yeah. And uh, it was just the insane like chills. Like I almost cried because of yeah. like the the emotional... Um, like loop that I went on, like a yeah. being in self doubt to the perfect timing of like, right when I was like, why are we doing this? What am I doing to seeing the reason why I'm doing it exactly at the time that I needed to see it? Yeah. I almost, I almost cried. Well, and that was a long drive and a lot of time to have self doubt. What? Like 18 hours or whatever, plus yeah. a trailer. So probably like 20 plus hours. Yeah. Well, I, we did, um, I was in my truck with the dogs and it was full oh. and my Taylor and her dad were in her car full, and then my my dad drove a U-Haul truck out. So he had the worst of it because, like, you know, I have like yeah. serious XM on mine, and yeah. my truck rides nicely, but the U-Haul truck does not ride that nice, and yeah. it's windy. But still, yeah. eighteen hours on my own, mostly. We stopped one night, but that's I mean that's long. Yeah, when I moved here, I mean I was by myself. I was well, I had Zuma, but she loves it here. That's all that matters. Um, yeah, she's happy, so I'm happy, but um. I didn't have another significant other to like care about, mm-hmm. which is good and bad, but like, I'm glad she loves it. Yeah. And yeah. What was, what was it like? Just like going through the idea of like, you're moving somewhere where you don't know anybody. Yeah. I mean, you never know till you try. Right. Yeah. And worst case scenario, you don't like your job. You don't meet people. And I don't know, maybe you try another year. Otherwise you try another place. But at least you tried it, right? Mm-hmm. But like I said, before I moved here, I never lived in a city or a small town. So now I can say I've lived in a, I mean, what's Jackson's 10,000 people? It's pretty small. Yeah. Um, but now I can say I've done it. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. I like to think that Jackson's probably really only more like seven or 8,000 really? actual people. I mean, 10,000 is the, the, the population. Yeah. But I, I would guess that a lot of people um, live here for six months in a day. Yeah. To get the tax benefit. That's true. With their houses. Um, and the community that like you and I interact with on a daily basis is much smaller than that because it's yeah. like this niche of like, yeah, we have real jobs that are like careers. <laughs> that is the saying. Right? We have career we jobs. Have a job. Yeah. Um, but we're not millionaires yet. Yet. I like and how you throw the yets in there. Well, how can we how can we have <laughs> optimism that we're going to do yeah. great things in life if we don't nah, at least yeah. give it the opportunity to happen? For sure. Right? 
I might just have to switch professions if that's the case. Well, Meralta Media Marketing is hiring. Oh. Do you want to... Uh, is this a job interview? Yes. This whole thing All was right, actually a job interview. My AM is, hey, hey, girl, too. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, so we're in this niche of like, we're not millionaires. We're also not ski bums. We have real jobs. But we're trying to be ski bums. But yeah, <laughs> we wish we were ski bums. But there's not that many people in that community. Yeah. And like you and me and Tay The middle and class Eric. is pretty small. Yeah. It is. Here. For sure. Um, yeah. And like all of our friends fit into that. And so like we somehow just through the luck of it found the group of people that are similar to us, oh. if not in personality, but in like what we're trying to do in life. Right. Because there's a whole there's a whole lot of people who are just like, I'm just going to be here for a season or I'm just going to I'm just going to work at a ski shop and just ski every single day that I'm not working yeah. or, you know, whatever. And we're just and those those are all great. Like I have plenty of friends that do that. But we're saying you're going to you're saying you're going to educate the future and whatever growth happens in that career. I'm saying I'm going to be in a uh, a high speed sales job for high tech to ba- yeah. to the biggest banks in the country and run a marketing company like right. you know there's this balance that like we're trying to do some those sort that sort of ambitious stuff and less about like the ambition of skiing every day or like partying every night yeah <laughs> there's those two i didn't really include them <laughs> there's like there's like the really young ski bums that are like 20 or 21 yeah. that are like well, just, just graduated college and, and trying to figure out life. And you have to have a gap just, year. Right? I just have a, you need a gap year to just get drunk all the time. You need to figure it out. Self-grow. I need to figure out who I am. <laughs> is that how they talk? <laughs> that's what the, that's what a gap year is. It's the bullshit excuse to figure out who you are. Yeah. Get a fucking job and figure out who you are. Yeah. Like that's the last 22 years of your 21 years of your life. You couldn't figure out who you are. Like, I know, like, we go through growth and everything, and we're always changing, but... I feel like I wasn't myself. I feel like I didn't know who I was, really, or what I thoroughly enjoyed till I was, like, 25. I keep thinking... It was I find it, but then I... But then I look back, like, a, like every year that goes by, I look back, and I'm like, did I find who I think I want to be? Yeah. And it's always changing. It's always changing, but 25 was the first time where I was, like okay what the hell was i doing when i was 22 i thought i well i was just hanging out but i had a job but i was also just hanging out um but yeah Yeah. 25 i was like wow i really didn't know what i was doing my whole life it's kind of scary when you have to like 18 years old make all these big decisions yeah and i think that's pretty young it is it certainly is and you know i don't know the science behind it but i don't think everyone's fully developed like mentally developed at that point no i don't even know when i don't even know when they say yeah but but me i felt i am mature now at 25 (laughs) we're not mature no (laughs) but but i think on the on the the 18 thing we're asked to make a decision about our lives at 18 but we're asked in a way that's too specific yeah where um instead of we're taught to think about like you know what specific job do we want to have instead of what things do we like to do that could fit into a job yeah you know and that's how i thought about it because i didn't really know um well that's always a tough question for me when kids are like why do i need to know this and you have to you know give them an answer of why 
you know, you go through school, but, um, math is a tough one. Cause like when you get into like algebra two and like some of these things that like I haven't used since a high lot school, of the upper math, I feel like past geometry, like maybe some algebra stuff. Sure. But geometry, I feel like is pretty useful too. Like I think you geometry try and renovate a house, like oh, so much, I don't know. And just like fractions. I mean, you ask some of these kids to like measure something with a ruler and they don't know how to do it. No, geometry is one of the more um, concrete versions of math because there's actually like shapes and things in the world that you Super, can see. I feel like that's the most beneficial. But like the for- a lot of the formula Besides stuff, the, the algebra stuff, like there's yeah. not a lot of that. I mean, I mean like exponents. You don't do multiplying exponents, right? What is exponents? <laughs> <laughs> you know power, when you have the, the, the power X, of? yeah, to the power of. That oh, little yeah, two yeah. in the right-hand corner is called an exponent. Yeah, unless you're like working with like data, like yeah, something like that, you don't really get into that. But just like a box to check, really. I think there should be a lot more of like, uh, call it business math or call it like finance math or real life math. Like, yeah. how do you calculate a loan payment off the top of your head? Yeah, kids can kids can rattle off the quadratic formula, but they have no fucking clue that yeah. you pay your principal and your interest. Yeah. And how to calculate like? Oh, you don't even want to talk about percents. It's like that's what you guys are doing, Skylar. Th- tell me about that today. Oh, good. Of, She's been doing her work. Wow. One of the her last question was, "What is point one five in a percentage?" Ooh. What are you teaching them? Huh? Converting. Is that, is that is that the level they're at? Yep. Converting between fractions and decimals and percents. Do you move the decimal to the right or to the left? To the right. Good job. A plus. You passed seventh grade. <laughs> oh, good. Now, that's percentages is the one thing I'm good at because I'm dealing with like discount percentages, profitability percentages, all that stuff all the time. Yeah. And if they get the foundations down, I mean, you can always learn something in your job, but. Yeah. Um, but that's a problem. They don't like with loans. They don't even know what a loan is half the time in middle school, you know, or they have, middle school, it is you don't no have to value know. to them. So yeah. it's like, this is going to be real life. And they're like, this isn't TikTok. <laughs> middle school is probably a little bit early for loans, but like you try, but high they school juniors and seniors. Yeah. I wish I had more. Um, we had, we did have a class that's, that was called like senior strategies. That was like, it's gotten much better like, since we've graduated. Yeah, here's how you can like cook easy meals. I think Skylar's <laughs> outside. Oh. Uh, here's how you can like, cook easy meals. Here's like, here's like how finances work. Here's like how you keep yourself organized with, you know, important documents. Like it's adult. It's kind of adulting. It should be called yeah. adulting is the class. We I need know. more of that. I Yeah. I say that in class. I'm like, guys, I had adult hard yesterday. <laughs> they don't yeah. care. Sometimes they're just your little ears to listen. No, they yeah yeah I, I think seventh yeah seventh grade. How much do you vent to your students? Sometimes, um, but You're they're like, guys. Like, I just don't know if I could do it anymore. I, oh, I didn't cry this year. They're like Miss um, LJ, um, we're talking percentages. What are you? Why are you crying? I'm pretty good at like getting distracted though, and you know you were probably that kid too. That's like, 
Oh, Miss LJ, she gets distracted easy. So when it comes to this point, I'm going to ask her this question and just totally take her off course. Yes. Um, I, I'm like 50-50. But if you bring up Zuma or like, can we see a picture of Zuma? Oh, I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> They've seen so many pictures of Zuma. It's like, whatever. I forgot to say, we are joined by another guest here. Zuma, <laughs> Haley's dog is laying right behind her now. Yeah. Because she, she could not I'm stand <laughs> to be... She was worried her. about what. Right, Zuma? What kind of podcast? Zuma. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, good yeah. girl. She's such a good girl. Yeah. She's kind of crazy, but she's a very good girl. She's that crazy girlfriend everyone needs. Yeah. It's Bridger's crazy girlfriend. Yeah. <gasps> Bridger? There's a lot of people's dogs where I would be nervous to like take them out on a hike or a ski tour or something. But I'm never nervous with her. Like, she's really? always such a good listener when I bring her out. That's and good. it's a lot of pressure to, like, it's clear how much you love her and how much we love ours to, like, trust that much, trust that to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's, yeah, she's pretty good. I mean, I trained her so well. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, with her, she does better too. Like when you go on trails, she's not familiar with. She doesn't like to be left behind, and she has to know where everyone is. Yeah, at all times. And I'm sure Bridger's like that too. So if she's ever disconnected, it's like I can't even imagine what goes through her brain. Like yeah. panic, like banging on the window, yeah. panic. <laughs> no, yeah. Her the good thing she does when you're not there, she's way more cautious. Yeah. And so that helps because then that yeah. then she listens quicker. She stays more by whoever she knows in the group. Yeah. And she's, uh, she likes me, so she knows like, okay, he's he's safe. Like if we're somewhere and mom's not there, like he's a good, he's an okay alternative. Yeah. No. But yeah. We're happy we found our new friends. Huh? Yeah. And Bridger, yeah, Bridger's thing is he, when we're on anything in the woods, he wants the pack. He wants to make sure the pack is together. Yeah, yeah Bridger's really good at that. Yeah. So he's like, it, it happens. Uh, more when we're like touring or or biking than we are hiking because when we're hiking it we just walk together but like when i take people mountain biking like i go up faster than them or touring i go up faster right. than people and, and he stays the perfect distance between seeing me know. seeing the front of the pack and the back of the pack and yeah. he waits until the back of the pack gets around a corner or something yeah. so that we're all can see each other yeah and he just is like standing there like, nope, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Steve back here. He's coming up, dad, hold on. And then, and then it's just super cool seeing that, that he's consciously like keep the pack together. That's good because, well, Zuma, well, she's good. But also when we went, um, to Utah and we, I did my first backpacking trip. Have you done a backpacking trip before? No, I'm not. Well, a fake one. Um, but we were with like two other couples and, uh, the one, like, it's kind of hard. I've realized backpacking with other people or a big group just because like some people go faster. Some people need to stop and drink water. Some people need to rearrange their pack, whatever. And two people left um, like a little beforehand and we were doing our thing, but Zuma knew they left. So she like totally sprinted ahead. Oh yeah. And they were like pretty far ahead to the point like I couldn't see them and mm. there's no cell service. And so it was like them way far ahead, a middle crew and then like us hi, Zuma. and she has to be in the front so she yeah, i didn't know hi. where she was for like an hour Zuma girl. Say some words. Say some words. you gotta howl <laughs> that's zuma's contribution 
does howl, don't get the mic too close to her because it'll be loud. Oh, uh, oh there it is. Okay, one second. I'm going to let her out. Okay. <laughs> so guest, guest <laughs> appearance oh my my, my thing unplugged uh sk- the famous skylar <laughs> was right outside of my office when i went out there to let zuma out uh you ready to be a teacher again no in the fall <laughs> oh yeah today t- was the last day of school time school's out for the summer yeah that was like no matter what grade i ended that was like i don't even like hard rock but that was what i played all right, one last question. Okay. What was the one thing you would sign in someone's yearbook in middle school? Was it hags? Remember hags? Yeah. I I wasn't a big signer because... Did you put your number in girls' books? Yes. <laughs> you would be that well, I mean, guy. I got a cell phone in seventh grade. <laughs> start. So I mean, before that, it was always like something of that. Maybe my aim, my AM. Oh, yeah. But Leave them some lyrics. Yeah, like some <laughs> lyrics that I thought described them. <laughs> um, but I wasn't big on the signing for people that it wasn't a cute girl or a friend because <laughs> I'm, I've never been about that bullshit. <laughs> but once I got my cell phone, it was for sure like, here's my number, like, like let's hang out or something. Let's hang out, and then you never did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes I did because... They were cute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a go-getter. I'm a man who goes and gets what he wants. Ooh. And it was it's Taylor. Um, but yeah. Should we end this thing? Yep. Um, okay, I've been ending these recently with uh, a little tip or something to give to the listeners to help them through any sort of um, quarantine or whatever sort of boredom they're facing because of the status of the world right now. Like wherever you are, different for everywhere like here it's pretty much open minnesota's still pretty closed down you know so a little something for listeners to take away to be like oh i'll try this this week to better myself keep myself from boredom something like that um well in quarantine it's always well try something new and so well if you can go outside i mean i've been learning how to rock climb um yeah and fly fish but if you can't go outside or if you're not accessible to stuff like that um i bought an adult coloring book (laughs) what because when (laughs) um have you ever read the research on that actually i have never even read the research but it's so calming and relaxing um this isn't for you this is for my my little thing i'm going to talk about oh um but yeah i would just say try something new um i'm also doing trying to do 20 minutes of yoga a day oh that's awesome i do Um, i love that i like to do like yeah i figure out a little 10 minute um like little flow session of like my problem areas basically yeah it's my shoulders and i do that every day yeah mine's my lower back from like sitting and yeah and whatever but my coloring book actually helps me concentrate when i have to sit in zoom meetings for Mm. hours so you just sit there and color and listen. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Coloring books, everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's the moral. Of the <laughs> yeah. So mine for the week is this book called Flow, The Psychology of Optimal Experience. It's a book I'm reading, recommended by my cousin Carol, if you listen to her episode. Um, so you know, like the flow state idea? 
where you're like you could get it in sports or like when you're when you're in that state of mind where everything's just flowing perfectly you just you're just kind of reacting in the in the perfect way time distorts itself you're happy you're in the moment that sort of thing yeah when it's like it's like how do you structure your consciousness right to get that more often um and it's actually written in like 1990 Wow. But it until like I only thought it was written a while ago because it kept kept referencing studies from like 1975 or 1985. I mean, so I was like, why are they referencing like that year? And it would make sense if because it was written in that time, but it doesn't seem like it at all because it's so it's such timeless like right. consci- consciousness information. And it's all about like okay, you gotta like you know one, you have to. Um, our ability to be happy in a situation is less about the external what's happening to us and it's more about how we're viewing it mm-hmm. you know yeah and so you got to get in that mindset and then you need to find activities or do activities that are the right balance of challenging and um, you have the skills to do right you know so like neither of us could go do Everest like tomorrow like that would be too challenging but like you know like walking to my car is what is not challenging enough where it's like boring it's not i wouldn't get flow walking to my to my car right um so you do activities that are the right balance of challenging and you can do them um and then it talks about like kind of how our culture is a little bit structured around this Mm mm-hmm in the sports we do, the activities we do, and like even religion is a little bit about like structuring your consciousness. It's kind of putting structure to the world. Um, and then like, how do you fit that into like getting more of the flow state? That's cool. That's yeah. super important for a lot of people. It's kind of hard to read because it's a, psycho- yeah. a psychologist study on it. Yeah. So even like I'm into it, but I'm like, I kind of read it slower. Come in. What? <laughs> hey Skylar. Uh, we got a guest Skylar's coming in Skylar we've been talking about you, you this podcast? whole podcast Skylar come in we just we have you uh, made you can't listen to it it's rated R but why are you looking at us like that do you want to come and say hi Skylar I heard you were quizzing him on percents today yeah she had the Skylar had the gall I told her like you know like three o'clock whenever we saw each other oh miss lj's coming over tonight and she was and then later she was like i gotta do my math homework and i'm like you hey we kn- made a you deal knew yesterday didn't we? your math teacher is coming over oh. she was sitting around she did have messing with the yesterday do- <laughs> she's messing with the dogs and knew that her math teacher was coming over to the house she was at and didn't have her math homework finished the nerve of these children. Hey, Scott, uh, yesterday. I'm not your buddy. Nope. The school year's over. She can call you whatever she wants now. Don't start that. <laughs> <laughs> Skylar, do you want to come say hi? Hi. No, come to come into the microphone and say hi. You don't have to if you don't want to. 
It's, you it's should have just, my favorite seventh grade student close hi, out your podcast. My name is Skylar, and Miss Lundgren's favorite student is Callie. <laughs> there you have it. There you Another have guest it. appearance <laughs> from Skylar Veer. Right? That's how you say your last name? Oh. What are they going to do? Look you up on the public social media pages you have? Yeah, good thing. Okay. Okay, see ya. All right, we should wrap this up. This is getting out of hand. Um, we give our tips. Um, all right, everybody, that's an episode. Uh, read a book, do a coloring book, and do your math homework. Yeah. Have a good week. <laughs>